Hello, dear listeners. This podcast has reached its final episode. I've started a new podcast titled Build Your English, which you can find at patreon.com slash buildyourenglish. There, you can access your weekly free episode and its transcript. I hope to see you there. Hello, dear listeners. How are you doing? I hope you're doing fine. Welcome to episode number 45 of the Collocation of the Day podcast. Today we're going to be talking about collocations and expressions connected with travel. Are you ready? Here we go. All right then. Before we start with collocations, let's take a look at the differences between journey, trip, travel and voyage, according to the textbook English Vocabulary in Use. A trip is usually shorter than a journey. For example, we had a long journey by coach from the north to the south of the country. We usually say business trip and not business journey. So that's a bit confusing because a business trip can take a few days, right? And a long journey could be like six, seven hours. So just to clarify this, let me take a look at Collins. One moment. Uh, What is the difference between journey and trip? A journey is the process of traveling from one place to another by land, air or sea. So, for example, there's a direct train from London to Paris. The journey takes around seven hours. Yeah, and a trip is the process of traveling from one place to another, staying there usually for a short time and coming back again. Yeah, so it's about the staying there. Yeah, that should clarify it. So a journey takes a long time, yeah, from to get from one place to another place. And uh, it could be a short trip when you stay there for a short time. All right, then. Let me open my phone again because I have to go back to my transcript. Where are we? We are, yeah, we, uh, the expression, we took a trip to the beach last weekend. Or we went on a trip, yeah? Go on a trip suggests an organized short excursion, whereas take a trip or have a trip could be something you do yourselves in your own car. Yeah, go on a trip is usually an organized short excursion. All right, about the word travel. So travel is a general word. It is an uncountable noun and a verb. For example, travel broadens the mind. Yeah? Travel broadens the mind. In this case, it's a noun. And how did you travel around South Africa? By bus. There it's a verb. Voyage means a long journey, usually by sea, though this use is quite formal. So it is often used in other contexts with discovery. For example, ah, this is a nice example. Learning English is a voyage of discovery. Do you agree? All right then, let's look at some collocations. Here's a short report on my trip to St. Petersburg. My flight from Rotterdam to St. Petersburg was severely delayed because of a shortage of security staff. Then later it was cancelled and I was stuck at the airport. The airline put me up in a hotel overnight and then put me on standby for the early morning flight the next day. 
Luckily, I managed to get a seat and the flight left on time at 7 a.m. There was quite a lot of turbulence during the flight, which was scary at times. When we finally got to St. Petersburg, the weather was bad and we had a bumpy landing. Luckily, I don't get airsick. And naturally, I didn't have terrible jet lag for days afterwards, because you can't really get a jet lag when you travel from Rotterdam to St. Petersburg. Yeah, but I just want to throw that in, because you need to know the expressions to get airsick and to have a jet lag. All right, so the expressions that I uh, have noted down here are severely delayed, delayed for a very long time, stuck at the airport, so I'm unable to move from the airport, and put me up in a hotel means paid for me to stay there, so they paid for me to stay in the hotel, and uh, put me on standby, uh, is promise me a seat if one became available. Yeah? Uh, then we have uh, on time. That's an important one. On time. It means punctuality, which is not the same as in time. Yeah, we say on time. The flight left on time at 7 a.m. in the morning. And then we have bumpy landing, which means we landed in a way that was not smooth. And to get airsick, of course, it means to feel sick because of the movement of the plane. And a more formal expression is to suffer from airsickness. Yeah, to suffer from airsickness. And the expression is to have a jet lag, to have jet lag. Yeah, and jet lag is that terrible feeling of tiredness caused by moving quickly from one time zone to another. Okay, then, that's it. Oh, I wrote down another note, but I already said that. Uh, we say on time, not in time, when we mean punctuality. So the train arrived on time and I picked her up at the station. Yeah, not the train arrived in time. All right, then. That's all for today. I hope these collocations are useful for you. And I wrote a short report for you. And now your task is to write your own. Do your best because practice makes progress. Okay then, that's all for today. This was episode number 45. As always, good luck learning English. Take care of yourself and each other, of course. Bye-bye. Oh, and one more thing. You might have heard that I have a new podcast. It's called Build Your English. Every week, from Monday to Friday, I publish 10-minute lessons that teach English in a fun and effective way. I talk about all sorts of topics, from everyday subjects like food, travel, books and language learning, to more serious ones like history, politics, culture and even philosophy. The episodes are spoken at a speed you can understand and come with downloadable mp3 files and PDF transcripts. So by dedicating just 10 minutes a day to our lessons, you won't just see improvements in your English, you'll also enjoy the learning journey. I invite you to listen to an episode and see for yourself. Patreon.com slash buildyourenglish Patreon.com slash buildyourenglish